This is Dame Miller from the Portland Trailblazers, and you are listening to Ballin' Out. Uh, summer 16, look. Look, this what we got, look. I'm at the T like Jordan Spieth, I'm the chosen one. Cause every roadblock I see. Hey guys, this is Natalie. And this is Adele. And you are listening to episode nine of Ballin' Out. Out. We are back for another fun filled episode. It's pretty fun filled. We've got a lot of tales to recount. Yeah, it's just been a crazy week. Crazy in general. Week, crazy couple of weeks. Crazy week at work, but we're here going to have a little bit of fun while we record our podcast, per usual. Let's start with Natalie's Seattle adventure, though. Well, yeah, I think basically Adele and I just want to shout out some real MVPs <laughs> in our own life, our teams, the Jets and Seahawks, respectively, for allowing both of us to attend training camps the ones we want to go to i didn't have to go to jets training camp adele didn't have to go to seahawks training camp (laughs) although it would have been fun i could have partied with you and sierra baby future yeah just casually sierra is just there but we'll we'll get to that basically i was in seattle over the weekend and i was lucky enough to get a press credential to go to the seahawks training camp because i wanted to interview Kristen michael who is one of the running backs on the team and they made that happen for me And for you, because we're going to put the audio in this podcast. Does he spit some bars for us, too? We should have made him do a balling out freestyle. No, I should have. But it was like it was so I mean, I was on the field, you know, it was like they just got done with practice, like, you know, all in pads and all that sweaty glory. Yeah, exactly. It was totally wild because Seahawks do like open practices and. Just, you know, so there's like a bajillion fans and the players are obviously trying to work and like do shit and, you know, become a better team. And yeah, no it, FaceTime with Russell Wilson. No, Aww. but I, I saw Just him. Just admire was, from far. I mean, <laughs> I was admiring my man Curse. Like I'm Team Curse, Curse Crew. Um, we're out here. You know, I I floated this concept to a few people I met in Seattle. They were behind it. I think Curse Crew is going to be a thing. Look out, 2016 Seahawks. All right, um, there you go. Hot take straight from Seattle. Yeah, no, it's 100 percent right from Seattle. But basically, I got done with this Kristen Michael interview, which, as you'll see, was hilarious and great. And he's just the most lovely person you can imagine. And I literally look up, and there is Russell Wilson and Sierra, like, right in front of me. <laughs> I almost lost my shit. But I didn't, thankfully. I just witnessed it. And, yeah, it was magical. It sounded like a dream come true for you. It was pretty surreal. I just, like, the whole rest of the day, I was just in shock. Now we just got to get them balling out. Yes, that is the dream. We've got to... Don't worry, gonna... guys. I have a mood board. <laughs> Adele, it's more like it's more like a shrine. <laughs> True. Or a wish list. <laughs> more like something that I'll send to Santa, Santa by the end of this year. But yeah, along with uh, Kristen Michael on this episode, we should note the theme is sort of, you know, ballers who rap. Ballers with bars, as it were. And so we're going to have the Portland Trailblazers, Dame Lillard, who, you know, he's he's making some waves on the on the hip hop front. For sure. I mean, selling out crowds. Yeah. And just literally blazing a trail for athletes hey. who want to <laughs> make their rap careers 
Adele is a so tired thing. right now, and yet she's still coming <laughs> correct with the puns. I'm so, I'm so here you for You know, it. I'm here. I'm I, here, I reporting for here. duty. You're so on duty. And, like, and Dame also offers, after much thought, his top five. You know, so, so you'll have to for that. stay tuned to find out what that is. Yeah. And I mean, in addition to Natalie being at Seahawks training camp, I also got to make the trek to Floral Park, New Jersey to hang out with the Jets and watch them sweat it out on the field. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to speak to anybody, but, you know, it was Next awesome time. seeing. Well, I, we spoke I mean, to, we Brandon Marshall, to Brandon Marshall, but that was like so, a different scene. Um, but it was also in a Soho penthouse. So yeah, right. So like, not training camp. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it was just great uh, seeing Eric Decker do his thing. Um, afterward, after the practice, I got to see these football players just really, you know, bonding with their kids on the oh, yeah, field. That was the- Because it was a Sunday and I was just like, oh. I know they all show up and they're all just like the little kids are running around. (laughs) Baby Future was not there the day that I was there. I would like to know. Though they did play. Probably not Baby Future. (laughs) (laughs) Though they did. Senior Future. (laughs) Senior (laughs) Future. They did play Future at practice. Despite the, you know, controversy that surrounded that last year. Mm. I heard Jumpman and I heard another song that like I couldn't recognize off top, but it was definitely Future. So, you I know that. I mean, but you know, Russell Wilson doesn't really listen to Drake before his <laughs> games, apparently. <laughs> no, <laughs> according to according to one of his interview. recent interview, <laughs> right? More gospel, less six God. Noted. Um, More God, less six right. God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, we've got jokes. That's we know. That's why you tune in. So yes. we just make sure I come prepared. And um, then elsewhere in the world, in Rio, the Olympics have started. They have. And there's just been a lot of craziness going on. First, we got, you know, Michael Phelps yeah. winning his 20th gold medal. And I he also he listens to 21. No. Is it 21? Oops. I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll have even more by the time we post this. <laughs> right? You never know. You never He's know. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, also, what else do we have? We... Oh, and the chance in we have just today, Nike released a new ad with both uh, the Team USA women's basketball and men's basketball teams. Mm-hmm. And Chance the Rapper did the music. We want some heroes in our story. We need highlights for a nightlight. We need And it was an original song. This is the second thing. We talked about his performance at the ESPYs, an original mm-hmm. song from Muhammad Ali. And now he's got this... Um, this thing, this ad with Nike. Yeah, um, he penned um, an original track is for uh, Nike's Unlimited campaign, and the short film was called Unlimited Together. Yeah, and it and showed it the so likes of Melo and like, Brittany Griner, Kevin Durant, like, like all the, the MVPs. Team, you know, the it entire was the, yeah. yeah. And it was just like I was like in my feelings about it and stuff. And actually, I think we can say this because the podcast is going to go live tomorrow. Chance the Rapper is our cover uh, artist for this week's issue of Billboard. So yes, he's our just disruptors out here. issue. Yeah, he is a disruptor. He's disrupting some stuff. He's so disrupting he's having the best week music. ever. He is, or basically the best summer ever. Really. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned Except for, for that. Drake. <laughs> Except for yeah, him too. Summer sixteen. Summer sixteen. And speaking of Drake, of course we have to give our you know our yeah, usual Drake, our Drake update because he stays doing shit. He's never <laughs> he's never not just out here doing something to make us pay attention to him. Well, not just him, but his family. 
News just hit TMZ <laughs> that his father, Dennis Graham, former drummer for Jerry Lee Lewis, is dropping an R&B album. Right, and which he is like previewed his song, Kinda uh, Crazy, which is the title track of the album. Right. And it's just 80s R&B realness <laughs> in I mean, 2016. The was that literally this morning I was talking about this with my editor and she was like, oh, I heard something about Drake's dad. It wasn't this. It was some other news story about mm-hmm. him doing something random. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, no, he'll never talk to us. And I was like, he'll only talk to TMZ. Three hours later, he gives an exclusive to TMZ. And I was like, did I call it or did yeah, I call it? and it's with, and apparently it's a collaboration with uh, Jimmy Iovine's son, Jamie Iovine, which is just all sorts of <laughs> It's like lots randomness. of all the people that are one removed from the people you mm. want to be dealing with. And according to TMZ sources, Drake is on board for his dad's flourishing R&B career. I mean, what's he going to say? No, Dad, you can't make music. So, I mean, if... You know, if there's a father-son collaboration in the works, we may be hearing it soon. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. But that wasn't that. the real Drake update. That yeah, was the Drake were, dad update. That was the Drake dad update. <laughs> An affiliate, just as Drake's dad is doing all kinds of secondary shit, we're doing a secondary update just for him. Yep. See, there you go. Um, so last Friday, August 5th, which was my birthday. Happy birthday. I was in town for Drake's Summer 16 show at Madison Square Garden, second night uh, in NYC. And out of nowhere, dude brings out Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose's son is with him. And mm-hmm. the garden just loses its shit. Like, everyone is screaming, MVP, MVP. <laughs> Drake had this whole spiel where he was like, because first of all, he goes through like 50 plus songs in what two hours two and a half hours right. so yeah, it's already a really like, long mm-hmm. yeah it's it's definitely yeah. like just drake hits on steroids and so he was like so you know people from msg are you know telling me that i got to get off this stage <laughs> but i had to make the call to this one guy who was able to work you know hook it up for me and it was Derrick Rose. Aww. How true this story is, I'm not sure. Because if <laughs> Derrick Rose is the plug for it. MSG, I mean, I guess it's plausible if I he's mean, a Nick. He's the new plug. Yeah, he's so the, he's the really real he's the plug, NYC really MVP. He's the plug. <laughs> hey, I see you. Okay. I don't even know where that came but from. But that was a very beautifully <laughs> random moment, especially as a Nick fan to witness. Yes, I'm happy for you. You got to go. You saw the Jets in their home and you saw Derrick Rose in his new home. Yeah. Yeah. On your birthday, yeah. no less. It's like he planned it, basically. Yes. Um, elsewhere in the sports meets rap world, Cameron actually got to meet Pop. It was like a great. It's a beautiful photo. I sort of want it framed. Like he just posted <laughs> Put it, it on, on your desk, Instagram, and the caption I feel like is like very cute, very like, Cameron, very, very Cameron. He, according to his Instagram caption, Pop said, "Killa, you looking good? I think I'm gonna give you that ten day contract." <laughs> I said, thanks, but I'm balling already. Basketball (laughs) emojis. And he says, hashtag real Spurs fan, though. Hashtag they're all going to (laughs) laugh at you. (laughs) That last part, I can't even see my, you know, it's been a long day. Um, 
<laughs> but that was a beautiful moment. I don't like, even know where or when that happened. In a suit. He's got like a pink sweater underneath. He's like looking very dapper and camera. Like, I want to know the story behind this photo. Yes. Like, did they just like meet on the street? Or right. What? Was what he was just the, like, what cruising was around event? San Antonio? That seems unlikely. If was Pop, Pop was rolling York? through Harlem, I that would have been amazing. Like, we just, we need to know the facts. We Pop doesn't have an Instagram, so we can't really like cross check. Right. So we're going to have to. We need to dig in. We, we need, need camera to find on the a person who knows a person who knows a person to tell us. To tell us how that happened because it's, it's an epic. And then going straight into the injury, the injury report. report. A lot of L's this week, too. We've got some things to discuss. Yes. I mean, Adele and I are both football fans, as you may have noticed. You know, <laughs> just something you might have picked up if you're really listening closely. Um, and there was supposed to be the start of preseason football. Preseason football is not like, you know, the best kind of football, but it's better it's than the no return of football. football. Exactly. And so they were supposed to have the Hall of Fame game on Sunday mm-hmm. with the Colts playing the Packers. Yep. Literally two hours before these rumors start going around like, oh, no, the field is messed up. Yep. They're not going to be able to do the the game. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the hell? Like, they, I guess they painted the field with something that was not the right paint. Yeah, it was apparently the wrong paint. It congealed and, and made, it made the it, field like, unsafe. And I say this and Eric was like unsafer players to to basically play on um and you know even though i guess some players express that they still wanted to play but it's like it you was don't want like people getting tar. injured in the right. preseason like i think someone described it as hot tar like you were stepping on hot tar like which is like no yeah but it would have been it would have sucked to just be that fan i know who well, was like waiting it. for it <laughs> and then to come to come to the game and find out it's canceled i mean i read a story about that like this guy who's a reporter i guess in uh, Canton, Ohio, or whatever. He was, you know, he went around and talked to all the fans, and they didn't know until like ten minutes before it was supposed to start. Mm. Like everyone was just there, and like the whole internet knew, but like they didn't make an announcement to the people at the stadium. So they were there, like buying beer and like hanging out, and like nobody knows that the game is canceled. Which is like, oh, come on, guys! Like, what is this? This is a billions and billions of dollars a year kind of organization right. you can't even organize this like one very straightforward thing and i feel like yeah somebody definitely had gotten fired that day we can only hope yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> if you fuck up that badly mistake. like i don't know what to yeah, tell you exactly <laughs> that's like that's serious exactly okay another person who enjoyed a loss this week yeah nick Foles is the debut of hard knocks which is you know rough for me the rams you know this is like a personal i'm very conflicted about this the rams are like our rivals not really our rivals because they're way worse than us Mm -hmm. but they somehow always manage to beat us it's very it's very upsetting but anyway so in the debut of hard knocks um they showed jeff fisher who's the coach calling nick Foles and saying okay we're gonna release you like literally they aired that phone call on tv he was basically like Hey, how's it going, Nick? Are you having a good summer? Like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, you're released from the team. Oh, <laughs> and it was what just a like, setup. oh my God, it was so, it was just and like. And what was Nick's reaction? They didn't. Hung up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they Basically. didn't play the audio on the thing. So it was just kind of like, you only heard Jeff Fisher's side of the convo. Jeez. We have a, something that might be to come. I haven't watched the full episode, but I imagine this did not air yet. 
Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q paid a visit to Rams training camp. Yes, they did. And the Rams posted this video of them running a little route. Yeah. They, looked, they didn't and look they bad. And they looked good. They didn't look bad. I mean, Schoolboy is the former football player. Right. But he didn't play QB. And yeah. he was out there and he was like, yep, chucking the ball. And, and Kendrick, Kendrick was like hustling, it. you know, doing their, they look very cute. It was adorable. I know. And maybe hit the Rams like 0.03% less. <laughs> Um, right. And then moving right along to Gabby Douglas. Yeah. She just like endured some controversy that doesn't even make sense. This injury report is for all of us for like giving her a hard time for not. I mean, let's let's pin it on the Internet because the Internet, the internet. loves to That's make fair. it hard for everybody. But apparently she did not put her hand over her heart over during her heart. the medal yes. ceremony mm-hmm. and then as, as as the national anthem played and then she had to you know address it on twitter saying in responses to a few tweets i saw tonight i always try to stand at attention out of respect for our country whenever the national anthem is played i never meant any disrespect and apologize if i offended anyone yeah. i mean come on it's gabby douglas y'all can't you just and let her live like, that's not even a thing like people are allowed to do it's that. an honest mistake I mean, it's not even a mistake. It's like totally just things are, it's like a choice that you have. And some people on Twitter were saying they were like assigning it to like a Black Lives Matter statement. All right. This is where, no. But like in like a laudatory way, like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, she's commemorating the death of Michael Brown with this. But like she didn't say that she was doing that. So it's kind of like, who knows? But so what was she doing though? Like I haven't seen. Like she's just standing like this. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Um, but but yeah, sucks that she has to like endure bullshit I know. while she's like just winning. Her I mean, thing. that's what happens when you're a public figure, though. That's true. That is true. And then lastly, speaking of public figures, <laughs> one of my favorite public figures, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, so he is currently filming Furious Eight. You know the franchise that never ends. And he did an interview. Or no, it's like, a Facebook Oh, it's on post. Facebook post. It's literally okay. Whoops, wrote sorry. it out there on Facebook. It's crazy. So The Rock himself says on his Facebook, my male co-star, co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct, conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. Candy asses. <laughs> a signature <laughs> phrase from his jabroni days, which I love. <laughs> and apparently it's allegedly about Vin Diesel, but I can't even see that like, really being it because no offense, but Vin Diesel's very corny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was singing Rihanna for fa- for a Facebook video. Like it's, I don't know. It's it just, just seems like out of place. So, it's so random because he normally comes across as like such a genial dude. Yeah. You know, he's and very all, positive. He's just kind of like, yeah. For I'm him here, to call I'm somebody out, it's like for, you really have, like, you really must have Facebook, fucked up in order to like, be on the rock shit list, which is a list no one should ever be on. Right. And I guess like Tyrese responded and it was just kind of like some sort of big mess. I don't really know what's happening. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, they just need to stay off the social media, I think. <laughs> they need, yeah, exactly. Um, but other than that, I mean, let's just get right into our interviews. First yeah. up, we have Kristen Michael. Yeah, I think we'll run with that and hear a little bit about how he put together his mixtape. See, my almost screaming again, 49 BMT, RIP, my nigga Wiz. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Thank you, thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, so just to dive right into it, okay. like how how did you first start rapping? The thing is, uh, as far as rapping, rapping is and it's music period. I mean, it's been my first love even before. Yeah. You know what I mean, I started playing football. It was something I never really uh, let go. You know, just uh, getting on some beats, freestyling. You know what I mean? Like how I young were you when you, oh, so you oh. first started? 
probably like maybe middle school, sixth grade. Yeah. Just clowning around with it. Yeah. Um, I didn't come out with the mixtape until my teammates pushed me, until my <laughs> friends pushed me. And I was like, all right, whatever. So, you mean? Yeah. So, that's why I came up with the mixtape. But uh, just something that I enjoy. Something that I enjoy, uh, something like a hobby, something after football I do. Yeah. Uh, just, you know what I'm saying, state of myself, you know what I mean? No, and I just enjoy doing it. Love it, love it. Were there any, like, artists kind of early on that really inspired you to uh, get going? Like, no, what not, were you listening not, to? Not really. The people that inspire me the most, my favorite is probably, like, Meek Mills, you know, yeah. Lucy, Kevin Gates, those type of guys. But... Uh, it's just something I enjoy. I've been doing this, like I said, since I was sixth grade, uh, before I even became a teenager. And it's just something I really enjoy, something I love doing. And uh, I feel like I get better at it. Uh, I feel like I yeah. can pretty much balance the both football and, and music. Yeah. I mean, there's a few people out there doing yeah, it. Yeah, you it know, is, it there's is. like and the Dame Lillards, there's and, you. And, and that's the thing. And then uh, the <laughs> thing is, I've never seen a foot, maybe a basketball, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but football, I've never really seen someone do both. You know right. what I mean? Football, that's music, and really be good at it. My teammates say I'm good at it. I'm not buffing up myself, but they say I'm good at it. So. <laughs> but if you're a rapper, you got to brag, yeah, you right? Got, you yeah, got to yeah, have that attitude. That is true. That is true. But uh, like I said, I enjoy it. My teammates seem to, you know, uh, support me and uh, friends, family. And it's something I like to do. Definitely. With the mixtape specifically, mm. like what was the process like? Where did you record it? Uh, I recorded, oh man, don't make it's probably 45 minutes from here. Uh, oh, with this okay. guy named Alex, yes man, with a guy, guy named Alex and uh, Jordan is her name. Um, I, I completed the whole mixtape there, the beats, um, mastered everything. Um, I just come get off work here and I go right there. Yeah? Uh, yes ma'am, I try to cram it all in. It was fun, you know what I mean? It wasn't hard. Did you work uh, with any producers or were you no, just kind of doing it, it yourself? No, it was just me. It was just me and Alex, um, the, the uh, engineer, uh, and his friend Jordan. And those guys, you know, they, they good at what they do. They have a nice setup. Uh, it's comfortable where we... Um, where we, where we recorded, and they, those guys do an amazing job. I loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you write this stuff, like, beforehand? Did you yeah, spend some, a lot of time working right, it out? Yeah, some stuff I write. Some stuff I write. Uh, it could be months prior to I'm, I even recorded. So I just write stuff, and whatever I write, if I find a beat that I like, I try to see if it fits, and if it don't, I just keep trying to, you know, trying to see if it be fits. But uh, I write all my stuff. I write all my stuff. Some stuff I just get in there and... Whatever I say, if I like it, I keep it. If not, I delete it. You know what I mean? I mean, so, that's how that's the magic yeah, of the recording yeah, exactly. studio. And, uh, you know, you can exactly. just kind of like exactly. get going. And uh, that's that's the beauty of it. Just having fun and uh, just doing what I like outside of football. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. I had a kind of a random question. Mm -hmm. If the 2016 Seahawks were a musician mm -hmm. of any era, who would they be? If the if the whole if the C if the team the 2016 Seahawks, Seahawks yeah. could be any musician, who yeah. would it be? I guess I have to say Drake. Drake? I guess because I, I, the reason why I say that, because, I mean, this is a good team. You know, Drake is, as far as trying to compare the both, this is a good team. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, I mean, he's running it. We, yeah, we, yeah we've, been, we've been on a rise for a minute now, man. We, we got a lot of respect around the league here. Um, you know, just got a great supporting cast behind it. And that's probably the only guy I can compare it to, man, because this is such a great team. He's such a great musician, so, you know. Well, there you go. Who else is... Who else is on the scene? Like, who are you listening to? Just the classic cue. Me, I said Drake due to the team, but I don't even listen to Drake. You, no? I'm a Meek Mills guy. I'm a Meek Mills All guy. Meek Mills. I'm a Meek so Mills your team guy. in the beef, your team Meek Mills. Yeah, and, and this <laughs> thing, I was the only guy on this team standing up for Meek Mills. The whole entire beef, so I, I'm, I support the guy. He needs somebody. He did, he did, and I, I must admit he did, but I can relate to the guy so well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Drake is a great musician. Drake is loved by everyone, but I just relate to Meek Mills better, so that's why Meek Mills is my favorite. Do you think, like, are there more mixtapes to come? Was that was that uh, the end? De no, ma'am. No, ma'am. The only thing <laughs> is, the only thing is, I'm just trying to focus on, of course, on, on uh, training camp. Yeah. yeah. Um, I seem to be getting it pretty well, though. Maybe I could, you know, what I'm saying, dive into some more music later on down the line. 
after training camp, after cuts, after we, you know what I'm saying, getting ready for the, the season. But as of right now, I'm just focusing. I'm writing some things down. Yeah. I'm not too much going back and forth to recording because, you know, uh, due to the time that we have here. Of course. But, you know, just, just I'm always writing. I'm always listening to beats. You know, I'm always trying to uh, improve on, 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 on my Are there beat. any beats that have stuck out that you would maybe want to rap over from well, recent? Well, the thing I do now, my first mixtape, I had other people's beats. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's why I no, called no. it a mixtape. But the, this new project I'm working on, uh, it's just all my original beats. So it's that's beats that awesome. no one never heard. So you make beats too? Yeah, well, I don't make them. I, I get them from someone. Someone them. that okay. I know that's okay, okay. real on a personal level. He does them and he's he's awesome. Is yeah. he from Seattle or he's from, from Texas? Arkansas. He's oh, from Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was actually going to ask you too about what you think about Seattle's hip hop scene, being a transplant. Like, Wait, Mary- Seattle, Seattle, what? Say that again? Seattle's hip hop scene. Like, no, is it a Seattle a hip hop team? Scene, scene. Like, what the, what, it's like being a rapper here. Like, what do you think, like, rap well, is like in Seattle? I can tell you one thing. Uh, the, what's his name? Macklemore. 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 He have a lot of respect around here. It seems like a lot of people <laughs> like him. Uh, I don't know really too many uh, rappers around here in Seattle, but he's one that I that I'll say definitely stand out. He's on he's on top right now. Uh, for, I mean, in Seattle, I had a uh, thing. I wanted to do a video kind of with some Seattle scenes, like in yeah. the mountains somewhere. I feel like that would have been uh, that would have been cool. amazing. No, that would have been amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just put some visuals behind some of my music, and uh, I want people to take me more serious in music. I mean, just how they, you know, would take you serious in, in football because, you know, I've been doing football a lot of my life. I just, the hardest part with music is trying to get everybody to, you know, say, take you serious, yeah. being an athlete, no, you know what I'm saying, and then going to a whole different professions. So, I mean, um, that's the thing. But but Macklemore, he's definitely one of the guys around here that's, that's definitely on the scene as far as uh, rapping and hip-hop. And it's just, it's just... It's just, it's just good to see around. It's good to be a part of this album. Do you consider yourself like a Texas rapper, or what do you... I don't consider myself a rapper yet. No? Yet. I don't consider myself a rapper yet. Like I said, just it's all about who you have in your corner, the people that support you, people that take you serious. And uh, like I said, I dropped the first mixtape. I got views on it. I put it out on SoundCloud. I didn't put it out on iTunes. Uh, or Dad Piff or any of those. I just put it out on SoundCloud, got over I know. Like, Why don't you let people yeah. download well, the it? Thing, Why is the it thing, on well, The thing was with that, I let people listen to it for free on the first go around because, like I said, it wasn't my beats. Right. So I can't go sell somebody else's beats yeah. when it's, you know what I mean? But you could let all. people download it. That's true. That is true. Uh, but the thing is, um, just like, just trying to have fun with it, you know what I mean? Of and course. just try to see how far it takes me. Uh, see how, you know, uh, like I said, my mixtape I put on SoundCloud got over like 200,000 hits. You know, off the whole thing, and that that kind of impressed me. You know, what I mean, that kind of that kind of surprised me it because was great. I reviewed it. Right, yeah, I don't exactly. Know if you saw, no, I, I wrote did. A I review. did. I did. I did not <laughs> see it though. I heard that you did though. But uh, I'll see what, what happens on the next mixtape. I'll, I'll see uh, how how what kind of views I get from this next one. hundred percent. Um, and also just to bring it back to football, mm-hmm. what do you see as the connection between what you do when you're on the mic and what you do when you're on the field? The connection. Um, that's a great question. Um. It's just just showing what you can do, you know what I mean. Just showing, just having fun with it, you know. Um, my thing, my thing is just like I can relate to Meek Mills. Maybe someone uh, can relate to me, you know what I mean. Um, it's yeah. not really a difficult task to do music and football, as long as you, you know, you taking care of your business and, and yeah. the one that's paying you, you know what I mean. Football's <laughs> paying me right now, and, you know. So as long as I'm, of course, that's that's my main focus and, and and where my attention is at right now, but. I love music so much. I mean, it's, it's uh, words can't even explain. You know what I mean? I I think about it every single day. I I, I write something every day. I try to, yeah. you know, learn something new about rap every day. I watch a lot of rap. Just like I watch film on different running backs around the league. I watch film on different rappers around the league. That's Just so to, cool. I, I try to take stuff on everybody game in football. So I do the same thing in rap. Yeah. Try to take people. You know what I'm saying? Not words, but 
how they deliver things or how what's new and what's popular and try to put it into my own. Would you ever do like a show? Absolutely. I mean, if it came down to it, oh, of course. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I don't. I perform. We performed in front of what hundreds of thousands of people once uh, before. Exactly. So, you know, performing in the less crowd wouldn't be wouldn't be so bad. It'd be fun. No, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And okay, last thing, is there any like one song you have to hear before you go on the field? Uh, it would have to be. And that's a great question. Uh, definitely a Meek Mill song for sure. Uh, not the what's the introduction? Not the intro. Not the intro. Not the intro. Uh, not the not the dreams. Dreams uh, and nightmares yeah, not that intro. intro. Uh, Probably be one of his old songs, but uh, it definitely has to be so, uh, a Something song for Meek Mill. Yeah. Are you ever gonna collaborate? Gonna get Better be the Mill coolest thing. Better be the. We need to get. We got Drake here before. I mean, Dr. Drake came to our gang. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube. We need to get Meek Mills in here, man. We yeah, need you need Meek, Meek Mill to come through. Absolutely. I bet he's an Eagles fan. though. Uh, but you know what? He is an Eagles fan. That's, he's, I've heard him say it in dress before. But you know, maybe he can come support some of the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if he knows he has a fan, exactly, you know, you exactly. Never know. Uh, and I'm, and I guarantee. Listen, I I'll probably be the biggest Meek Mills fan. When he was going through all that, you know, his Drake beef and people was Meek Mills career over, I was the only one saying it's just starting, you know what I mean? So, I'm definitely a, a Meek Mills music well, fan. There you go. We got to yes. put it out there. We'll Absolutely. put it on Billboard. We'll Absolutely. say Meek Absolutely. Mill. You got to do a Chris and Michael collab. That'll be the coolest. I have to put some real bars down there. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. All right. I think that's that's good it's for amazing. me. It's but thank you yes, so thank you. much thank you. for thank everything. You. Yeah. Yeah. See Mike, I was fold nine, nigga. Huh. I'ma play with this. I've been wanting to get on this one. Look, fast money is the only way. Ocean front views is my type of day. One night only, you cannot stay. Gotta get back to that money like it's underlay. Yeah, Billy Coop, Trump pop, that's that AK. And I live good like it's payday. I'm on the ocean only yacht with you. All right, and here's Dame Lillard to talk about his burgeoning rap career. Last of a dying breed and they taking me for granted I represent the ones working for it, nothing handed The world is all backwards, how we lazy and demanding We ain't working towards dreams, we just working towards mansions And the money is the root of all evil, how easy they deceive you Lately I've been feeling bad for my people cause our app game cold But real life slacking, it's raining outside and we ain't even wearing jackets Still wet behind the ears Hey Damon, how's everything? Good, how you guys doing? We're good Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. We appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Awesome. All right. I guess well, we're going to start now. Yeah. Okay. Um, all righty. So we have a special guest on the line with us today. He is an Oakland native and an all-star point guard on the Portland Trail Blazers. Welcome Dame Lillard to Ballin' Out. Dame, how's it going? Um, it's going pretty well. I'm in Boise right now training with one of my uh, former college coaches, so... I'm just enjoying my time, chilling. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Always on the grind. I thought this was the off season. <laughs> I mean, that only lasts so long. Let your body recover, then you got to get ready. Right, right, for sure. But you, you've been definitely keeping busy a little bit off the court too, right? We read yeah, about I mean, your about your concert, your special 26th yeah. birthday concert. What made you decide to celebrate your birthday that way? Um, well, even like during the season, one of my cousins, Brookfield Deuce, he would always come up to Portland from Oakland, and he was doing a bunch of shows in Portland. And me and him had a song together, and I would go to the show, and he would always be like, y'all want to hear Dame do this song <laughs> with me? And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and then like three different times I got up there and just like rapped my part of the song. 
and then like when it came summertime i was like man i want to you know i really want to get on stage i want to perform and i was trying to figure out what to do for my birthday so i just i just decided to do it for my birthday i thought it would be cool um i never have birthday parties so that was just something different and uh something that i was interested in so i mean i had a lot of fun doing it too yeah, no, it looked like a blast. I mean, a sellout crowd. Yeah. That's not something every athlete can can flaunt for their music ventures. Yeah, it was super fun, super fun. What's the difference between, you know, performing on the court versus being on stage? I think when you're on the court, there's more, you can say more with your actions. Like, you got to maybe you explode and score a bunch of points, or maybe you dunk on somebody, or... Maybe you block a shot or you get 15 assists. You know, you, it's more about your actions. But, you know, and that's what gets the crowd into the game. But when you're on stage, it's like the opposite. Like, you can talk a good game. Like, I can get up there and say stuff to hype up the crowd. And I can control the mood of the crowd. And, you know, I can get up there and say my stuff. I can say my bars and, and make them feel me instead of having to, like, run up and down the court and cross somebody over, you know what I mean? So it was just different energy. It was just different energy, waving hands, waving side to side, the crowd finishing, like, the end of my lines, like, actually knowing the songs. It was just, it was crazy. Do you want to continue performing after this? Oh, I'll definitely do it, do it more. Like, that would definitely won't be the only time I perform. Um, I'm just, I just try to do it uh, not just to do it, you know, like I did it for my birthday. And then the next time, it, like, it'll always be a reason to it. I won't just start trying to be a rapper. <laughs> You're sure? You're not trying to trying to get signed? No label heads, like, poking around your, like, your gym? I mean, labels been, have, have been reaching out for a while, but I just, I don't want to sign with a label. So, I mean, I don't. It's not like I need them to front me money as an artist or anything like that. So I just, um, I'm just having fun with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the best way to go, I feel like. Yeah. What's the inspiration behind your rap name, Dame Dollar? Uh, I mean, well, it's, my family just has a history with music. Uh, just so many of my, my cousins and people I grew up around actually rap, so... You know, we could be sitting on a, we could be riding a bus home and it'd be sitting on the back of the bus and somebody just start making a beat on the, on the bus window and we'd pass it around. Everybody would rap or we would like, when we first got a computer, we download instrumentals and we would just sit in the room and all of us are rap. So it was kind of one of those things where like everybody was rapping. So you better, when it's your turn to rap, you better come up with some clever bars type thing. And I, I mean, I always had people like that around me, and I just had a, a, a passion for music. I love listening to music and storytelling and um, people that could paint pictures. I'm a huge Tupac fan. And, um, you know, so that was it. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, we also, we were kind of checking out your Instagram, and we noticed you posted a meme about Drake copying that too short line on for yeah. free. <laughs> what do you think the response is like to that in the Bay? I mean, like the Bay, 
coming from the Bay Area, it's like we start a lot of stuff. Like we, it's like if I when I first got to college and I was saying like certain slang and I was like looking at certain stuff a certain way, it was like it was foreign to everybody else. And that was when I first realized that you know a lot of stuff in the Bay Area is just like we start our own stuff and. We take pride in our own stuff. So every time you go somewhere else, like when I got to Portland and I met a few people, they was calling Portland the town, and we call Oakland the town. And I was like, <laughs> it's only one, it's only one place that you call the town. You know what I mean? Right. So we take a lot of pride in our stuff. So, um, you know, I'm sure when people heard that Drake song, they was like, man, that's too short stuff. He got me off too short. But I mean, it was. I posted that all in fun though. I thought it was funny just with all the. The Arthur memes going around. Right. <laughs> no, of course. I also was wondering, is do you think there's anyone in the NBA who could actually challenge you to a rap battle, or do you think you're on top? I mean, I don't, I don't rap to to battle rap. Right. You know, I don't, I don't plan on battling nobody. But when it comes to like actually making music and being able to like say the truth and say something that's worth people listening to. Um, I don't think there's nobody that can rap better than me. Definitely. I think Confident that's the right in his game. I like yeah. it. Carrying over. <laughs> I know that you mentioned that you were um, a Tupac fan. So who would your top five list, uh, what would your top five list look like? All time. All yep. time. Dead or alive. <laughs> um, well, I'll say Tupac. Mm-hmm. Um... Biggie. Equal time. Nas. And... We got two more. <laughs> Tupac, Biggie, Nas. Mm. Mm. Head scratcher, huh? I'm trying to. I'm, I know I got two spots left, so I gotta make sure I do what. <laughs> gotta uh, make sure you come correct. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> um, I go with those three, and then I'm gonna say. Andre three thousand. All right, wild card. And then. I'm going to do a three-way for the last spot. (laughs) (laughs) For the last spot is like one-third Eminem, one-third Lil Wayne, and the other third Jay-Z. Not a shabby list. Not bad, although, you know, technically you can't pick three, <laughs> three people <laughs> for, one, for the okay. details. Details. We love it anyway. I think it's I think it's well-rounded. You know, you've got all the regions represented, which is good. Yeah, awesome. yeah I couldn't I couldn't give you a straight five. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I think the people will be happy to hear even just yeah. that. What have you been bumping most recently? You know, not the classics, but what's the new shit that you're tuning in? Um, into. I mean, well, I still, I still listen. Like Juvenile is one of my favorites. Uh, Jada Kiss is one of my favorites. I listen to those two like pretty often. Like I listen to a lot of Jada Kiss. Uh, 
Me too. I think he might be the most underrated artist ever. Right? <laughs> um, I listen to I listen to Jay Kiss. I listen to Juvenile. Um, I listen to a lot of J. Cole. J. Cole is my favorite rapper right now. Um, you guys should do a collaboration together. We should. I've been trying to trying to reach out. Yeah. Um, but have I, you ever met you him? Know, I, haven't, I haven't tried to. I try. I might, maybe I haven't tried hard enough for who he is. But I'm definitely, I definitely want to do that. Um, so who I say, Juvenile, uh, Jada Kiss, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, uh, Future, kinda. I gotta be in a movie. Uh, I listen to Common. Uh, who else? Oh, that's Guess a pretty diverse list, though. Chance the Rapper. Chance. Always got to give it up to Chance and Definitely. his coloring book yeah. project. His lot, the coloring book is cold. Yeah, it's really good. That might be the best stuff out right now. Right, and today is National Coloring Book Day, so yeah. very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it was like trending and stuff, and I'm like, I know this is yeah. only Chance. I That's know, the only right? reason it's trending. Wow. And yeah, but I mean, before we let you go, looking forward to the upcoming season, it just seems like there's so many uh, changes that are occurring with each team. Is there anybody that you look forward to most uh, when it comes to, you know, battling on the hardwood? When it, like somebody I'm going to battle against? Yeah, yeah like playing, playing like against. <laughs> yeah, like... basketball, not in bars, <laughs> basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm really looking forward to playing against Golden State. Nice. I, I mean, think you... um, if, you know, KD going there, um, you know, there's a lot of expectations for them. And I love playing against them last season just because of them being a championship team, what they were doing last season. You know, that I wanted to play the best competition. And now that they added KD and, you know, on paper it looks really good, I, mm-hmm. I want to play against – I want to – play against them. I want to see, you know, what is what it's gonna be like, what's gonna change. Um, but that's that's who I'm looking forward to going up against. Definitely. I mean you guys gave him a run for their money, you know, in the in the playoffs. So I'm sure it's gonna yeah. be highly anticipated. <laughs> it wasn't enough, so I mean it's it's always fun to, to keep meeting that challenge. So I'm looking forward to that again. Definitely. Sounds good. Well, you know, continue staying busy. Can't wait to see you play in the upcoming season. And to hear what else you drop on your SoundCloud. So, yeah. We'll be keeping close to in for a treat with the music. You guys yeah. are in for a treat. Lots of stuff coming up. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Dame. Ain't no denying that. Never had LeBron stats, but ready when it's combat. Circle got associates, mostly we keep it compact. No contacts, just email addresses to send a contract. A lot of cameras in my face. And that was Dame Lillard, the MVP of the Portland Trail Blazers, talking about his flourishing rap career. I can definitely see, see this going somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's got the work ethic, man. Yeah, he like, does. He cares about rap so much. Both of them. Yes. Like Chris and Michael, he talks about how he like studies rap videos like he studies film mm-hmm. for football. You know, it's like it's that serious. Like mm-hmm. they care about it a lot. Um, but so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a second career option, a backup <laughs> career option in case, you know, their day jobs do not work out. Right. So more right. power to them. <laughs> 
And, you know, good luck to all the athletes that are competing in the Olympics yes. in Rio. We will be rooting from afar in the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Stay safe out there. Don't contract the Zika virus. Yes. And, and thank you to all our listeners, maybe closer to home. Maybe you're further away. We're assuming most of you are based in this nation. But, um, yeah. No thanks matter for where you are. Tuning where in. Where you're from. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, just trash tweet, all that good stuff. All that stuff. Till next time. Peace. Take the beat and get dope, but not crack. I mean, it kind of dope that's far from whack.